Welcome to Check It Out, a Westerville Public Library podcast where librarians share what we like and where you can find it. I'm Jordan, an adult services librarian. I'm Megan. I'm also an adult services librarian. And I'm David, and I'm the supervisor of the Innovation Lab. Music, music, music. All right, so I've got an icebreaker for you today. All right. It's finally summertime. What's the best ice cream in Columbus? But you can't pick something someone else has already said. Ooh. Oh, so of course you get to go first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, no. No, you can go in any order. Should we play rock, paper, scissors? Ready? Here, we're going to do rock, paper, scissors. Uh, okay. Even okay. with the delay. Okay, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> Two scissors. Megan. I get to go first. Oh, okay. So Megan goes first. All right. The best ice cream in the Columbus area is technically not ice cream. It's frozen custard. I'm going to go with Wits. Ooh, I love nice. me some Wits. If I'm in the mood for ice cream, that is where I'm going. It's just so good. They only have vanilla and chocolate, I think. And then every week they have a flavor of the week. But you can do hmm. things like get Sundays and you can get what they call a Witzer, which is basically like their version of a blizzard. Yeah. What I always get is a cookie dough and caramel Witzer. Their, their cookie dough is just so fresh and delicious, man. So good. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, David. Yeah. So, man. It's going to make me sound very bougie, but I'm definitely a fan of uh, Jenny's. Mm-hmm. Okay. It just want, you know, it's it's unique. You've seen the spread of it everywhere. I think if you're going to drop some money on some ice cream, might as well have it kind of be an experience. Yeah. I think uh, as someone, a bigger guy that, right, that tends to eat food uh, fast, mm-hmm. it's one of those things that kind of forces you to be like, okay, I'm going to be very precise and, and, uh, and yeah, appreciate. Do you, do you get one of those tiny plastic spoons yes. to like make you go you slower? You have to. Yes, yes. So that yeah. way- Or yep. it'd be I've gone in like two bites. <laughs> right. What's your favorite flavor? Um, I don't know if I have a really a favorite one. I, I usually try to find like, a, I know like that there's one like a whiskey pecan something mm. that, I, that I typically kind of enjoy and I pair it off with something that's a little bit more uh, fruity, but um, just like the freshness of it, you know, like I said, it, it's an experience. And so uh, I remember when I took my daughter to the first time to Jenny's, I was like, this is, this is a uh, proof of how, how I made it. Cause I was like, as a kid, I would have never, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, my mom wouldn't drop money on ice cream like this, even though she just got chocolate. Yeah. But you know, she was able to enjoy that. So That's yeah, nice. that would be a favorite of mine. My favorite flavor is goat cheese and cherry. Oh, nice. I'm not a big fan of goat cheese. My favorite flavor oh. at Jenny's is pistachio, which they haven't had yeah. in a long time. Bring it back. You cowards. <laughs> pistachio ice cream is, I think is always underrated. Yeah, it's so good. So good. Yeah. All right, so my pick is going to be this is really hard for me because I'm really a soft serve boy at heart. So hmm. I'm going to go extremely basic and I'm just going to say Dairy Queen cuz <laughs> Dairy Queen hits the spot for me. Uh a runner up I would say is Graters. I really like Graters, but most of the time when I think I want ice cream, I want something that's soft serve and Dairy Queen's always had my back. <laughs> Did you know Dairy Queen was my first job? It w- you know, I work there too. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah. Shout out shout out to the DQ crew. Nerds. <laughs> the upside no. down cup crew. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you remember having just like the splatter of ice cream across your shirt from uh-huh. the blizzards? And the smell of like milky bleach mm-hmm. that would be on you when you left work at the end of the day. Yeah. And just like ice cream spatter in your arm hairs. Yeah. You try to get that out and it just hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. All right. Shout out to the DQ. All right. So guys, let's get into our picks. <laughs> We've got three hot new picks for you today. Um, I hmm, I actually don't want to go first. 
Wow. I can go first. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, we can, go we ahead, can keep up the trend. We can do it in the ice cream order. <laughs> yeah, ice cream order is going to work for me today. So we'll go <laughs> Megan, David, me. Um, well, today I would like to recommend a horror movie called Let the Right One In. It is a Scandinavian of some kind. I can't remember exactly which country it's from. Here, I got it. So it's from Sweden. Sweden. It's a, a story about a vampire who appears to be a little girl, and she befriends a little boy in her town, and this little boy is really severely bullied by the neighborhood kids, and so she ends up like protecting him and sticking up for him. It's very haunting and atmospheric, and not your... It's not your typical horror flick. Like I wasn't hmm. I wasn't really scared at any point. It doesn't go for the yeah. cheap it doesn't go for like the cheap, you know, startle scares or it's not like disgustingly gory or anything like that, but just the creepy atmosphere that it cultivates it, and it's uh, just a very unique take on the vampire story. Yeah, totally. There was an American version that they a remake of it. I haven't seen that one, but Mm-mm. the original's fantastic. I would highly recommend it. Yeah, awesome. Uh, and where can you find that? Um, that is available for streaming on Hoopla. Cool. Awesome. Check it out. Thanks, David. Yeah, we. Uh, this wasn't planned, but I also have something that's a little bit dark. Ooh. I'm going to pivot to uh, an offering that you could find on the Ohio Digital Library. So either Overdrive or Libby, depending on your preference. But it's the graphic novel From Hell by Alan Moore uh, and drawn by Eddie Campbell. I'm going to go ahead and bleep that. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh. So if you hear the title from hell, you may think, hey, wasn't that a movie? And it was, and it was terrible. And don't watch that. <laughs> um, it's actually based on a graphic novel by Alan Moore. Alan Moore, who just has really bad luck when it comes to adaptations of his uh, work. I like V for Vendetta. Uh, I, you know, uh, if if only uh, a certain group didn't uh, ruin uh, the visuals from that <laughs> yeah. uh, film. Yeah. That would have been a lot more enjoyable in the long run. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so this is a, a book from hell. It is a... Um, Period piece kind of um, historical fiction about Jack the Ripper. Oh. It is quite visual, uh, a bit gory, um, and really kind of just stark and, uh, dare I say, beautiful in terms of the the way that it's uh, drawn. Um, A book that I first came across uh, as an undergrad at OSU, I took a class on depictions of like um, serial killers in like uh, pop culture in the media. So... Um, it was my first opportunity to kind of read this. I was familiar with the author for other works, but um, it's one that I held on to. Uh, I ended up buying a copy and, of course, keeping a copy of it as well. But uh, like I said, it's, it's just very interesting. I always kind of appreciate tales, uh, historical fiction. In the case of this, right, where the no one knows who the killer is, but this obviously presents one sort of scenario. Um, and it's just kind of very suspenseful read. Like I said, the, the visuals are great. Um, and I think uh, if you're going to read this, make sure that you will do so. In a device with a big enough screen, so either computer mm. or a tablet with on on the bigger side, so that we could really kind of appreciate those sorts of vi- visuals. But um, isn't the book itself one of those oversized uh, graphic novels? It is quite big. Yes. Yeah. I feel like a, a graphic novel could be tough if you were using too small of a screen because you'd have to zoom in on each frame and then move around constantly. I agree. Um, something I didn't know, it was actually a serial that came out for quite a while. It actually started in 1989, finished in 1998. So then the graphic novel is a collection of the, basically the, that entire period. 
um, published in full in 1999. And then, of course, the 2001 film adaptation, very loosely based on it, uh, <laughs> starring, uh, I believe, Johnny Depp. But uh, definitely, like I said, definitely worthwhile. If you're kind of into that sort of suspenseful drama, uh, typically in a book, I would definitely recommend this. Like I said, there's visuals, not ex- not super graphic, but um, it's just kind of interesting how it plays with some of the, the visuals there. So, uh, like I said, From Hell, you're, it's available through Overdrive. Um, and that's my pick for this week. Check it out. Check it out. All right. So to keep on the same sort of let's let's go for a dark theme. Uh, the days are lighter and our picks are getting darker. <laughs> I'm going to go with a movie which you can find on Hoopla. Uh, it's called The Endless. It's directed by Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. It is also starring, written and produced by the two of them as they play the characters Justin and Aaron. Um, this is a really weird sort of like Lovecraftian horror movie. And I would recommend this for fans of Midsummer, uh, especially if you wanted something a little more like cosmic or supernatural going on with the mystery in that movie, because this movie is about two brothers, Justin and Aaron, who 10 years ago lived in this like commune, which may or may not have been a cult. They have differing memories of this place. One of them believes that it was just a harmless, like hippie camp. And the other remembers it being like very culty and weird and kind of sinister. So they've been out of this place back in the real world for 10 years. And they're thinking about it again. Life is not that great. And they get this video from the camp. And essentially they decide to go back and just check it out and figure out Was it as weird as we thought? Was it like the home that we really want to go back to? And they find that everything is super weird. The movie does an incredible job of like having this creeping dread throughout where you're like, something is off and it's not like a, there's going to be a jump scare or anything like that. Nothing too gory to start out with, but it's just like, you're like, something is weird here. Right. And it just gets weirder and weirder until, you know, there, there's this one scene where the whole camp is doing this like team building exercise. They're playing tug of war with a rope that ascends up into the night sky and they're pulling on it and something is pulling on the rope on the other end, but you can't see what it is and no one knows what it is. And the cult's like, oh, don't worry about it. It's just someone on a ladder. But like, that's impossible. Mm-hmm. And as they sort of unravel this mystery and see like what's really going on, weirder and weirder things happen and uh, becomes a race against time to like leave the cult before it's too late. Uh, so it's really, really cool. So that's The Endless uh, and it's available for streaming on Hoopla. Awesome. That sounds really interesting. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Check it out. All right. So, yeah, that's going to do it for us this week on Check It Out. Megan, David, thank you for being here. Thanks once again. And we'll be back next week with another episode. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.